cancer walks into your life um, and, uh, well, it doesn't just walk in, it, you know, it devastates your life. It walks in and devastates um, all at the same time. And, you know, all of us have been touched in one way or another. You know, for me, um, I, you know, had the worst possible thing happen to me. I lost my husband and I, you know, really believe losing your husband um, or a child, uh, you know, a spouse or a child or, um, you know, a sibling. I, I mean, it, it's really devastating. You lose your entire future. And um, uh, so it, it all goes. My, my husband died uh, October of 2017 after an 18-month battle with leukemia. He also had a bone marrow transplant. And, you know, it was uh, this man who was so full of life and brought joy to everyone around him every day. And all of a sudden, boom, he has a di diagnosis of leukemia. And, you know, the next thing we know, we're living in the hospital for nine months. Um, it all looks good. And then in a moment's notice, he had hours to live. Welcome to the One Shot Podcast. Uh, I am one of the hosts, Tyler Klutz, former Cowboys fullback. Uh, you know the man to my left, Darren Woodson. Uh, and I always say this, but future Hall of Famer. And future, finally, finally. There's just a lot of people here, I and I, I want to boost your ego a little yep. bit, so you're welcome. And then to my right, uh, future our Hall of Famer future well. podcast <laughs> Hall of Famer, Ben Gibbs. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, today, we're really excited about the conversation that we get to have uh, with, with the CEO of Sleep Number, a great partner to the One Shot Podcast, Shelly Eibach, and Robert Woods. Uh, today, specifically, we're going to talk about the relationship with the American Cancer Society that Sleep Number um, has formed recently and, and what they're going to be doing. But we're going to start this off with... Uh, how cancer has affected their lives, both Robert and Shelley's lives. Uh, it's, it's, it's a disease that everybody uh, has, has uh, had a touch with, has affected their lives, has affected their family and friends. Um, and I've shared on the show multiple times, you know, my wife lost her, her sister when she was 12. And, uh, and you... I lost my brother a couple of years ago to, to liver cancer. Yeah, yeah. but... Times have changed and there's data and there's science that we can help prevent and we can help uh, improve lives um, with those that are, that are in the battle with cancer. So, Shelly, Robert, thank you so much no, for joining us today. Uh, Shelly, why don't you get us started? Um, wanna just, we know that you're an incredible leader of an incredible organization that helps so many lives, but you wanted to take it to the next level. Why is working with American Cancer Society so important to you? Well, it, you know, cancer, cancer walks into your life um, and, uh, well, it doesn't just walk in, it, you know, it devastates your life. It walks in and devastates um, all at the same time. And, you know, all of us have been touched in one way or another. You know, for me, um, I, you know, had the worst possible thing happen to me. I lost my husband and I, you know, really believe losing your husband um, or a child, 
uh, you know, spouse or a child or, um, you know, a sibling. I, I mean, it, it's really devastating. You lose your entire future. And um, uh, so it, it all goes. My, my husband died uh, October of 2017 after an 18-month battle with leukemia. He also had a bone marrow transplant. And, you know, it was uh, this man who was so full of life and brought joy to everyone around him every day. And all of a sudden, boom, he has a di diagnosis of leukemia. And, you know, the next thing we know, we're living in the hospital for nine months. Um, it all looks good. And then in a moment's notice, he had hours to live. And it was over. Um, and, you know, uh, it, it, it's, you know, an unbelievable situation that you're living life and then everything changes. Um, so that's, you know, that's why I'm, I'm, you know, sitting here having this conversation today. So let me ask today. you, did you, did you mm -hmm. feel helpless in those moments when your husband was, di was diagnosed with cancer? Well, I think, you know, I'm not a fear-based person at all. Like, you know, I'll, courage is my deal. And I tell you, you know, hearing that, you feel fear. Mm -hmm. um, like, okay, what can I do? Because, you know, the answer can't be that he dies. Right. So you're willing to do anything to change the narrative, but you can't. Um, now, we thought we could with the bone marrow transplant yep. and... You know, everything was looking good, and um, but then it changed. And, you know, this is where you really realize that, you know, we, we only have today. And, you know, I am all about living in the present and maximizing and finding joy every single day. That, you know, drive really comes from, you know, the devastating loss and the understanding that we only think we know our futures. And we spend so much time and worry and effort and projection and whatever on, you know, what it's going to be. But we have today. Yeah. That's what you, you need to live today and live it to the fullest and, yeah. you know, seek joy and find the treasures and, yeah. you but, know, spend it, you know, living for right now. Right. That's and, what I was going to ask you is how, how do you see, how did your perspective change on quote-unquote, smaller problems, if you will. Like how, how did well, you start I, I stopped to see that? watching the news, and this was before it got <laughs> <Yeah>. really bad. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I found, um, especially when I was in mourning, I, I just could not handle the, like, what? You, you think these are real mm -hmm. issues? You, you know, when you're so acutely aware of living mm -hmm. and death um, and loss. And, you know, so it was, it, it took me some time before I could come back into the workplace or um, into life because, you know, I, people say crazy things. Um, they mean well, but, you know, I want to be able to respond graciously. And, you know, when you're so raw, um, it, you gain the perspective of, you know, understanding that it really is all about today. And your choice is how you're going to live your life right now. And there is absolutely no reason to be anyone but who you are. You know, I mean, be authentic, love life, um, you know, seize, seize the moment, share joy, be kind. Um, you know, for me, I, my healing was sleep. Mm. 
And, you know, yes, I, I'm the CEO of Sleep Number. <laughs> um, but the one thing I knew, I knew that sleep heals. It, it heals and prepares us physically, mentally, and spiritually. And I thought, okay, that's the one thing I, I'm going to hang on to. And so I made sure that I carved out time to sleep whenever I could, because your sleep is obviously disrupted when you're in mourning. Um, but sleep was a healer for me, and it, it helped me heal. It helped me heal mentally, spiritually, physically. And then I started adding the healthy eating and the exercise. And that led me out of mourning and into um, grieving. And grieving is all about moving forward yeah. and finding graces. Yeah. That's yeah. what grieving is. It isn't about being stuck and feeling this despair that you feel in mourning, which is like a, almost a self-pity thing, which I am so not one to feel sorry for myself. I tell you what, you... You lose your your husband, or you know, have the kind of losses oh. that we've all experienced. You do. You feel sorry for yourself. It's like, okay, I'm not spending my life this way. And um, so I, you know, I think. Um, how did it change me? I, I've always started every day with gratitude, so that's part of who I am. Um, it, you know, uh, and it's all about acceptance and in. For me, you know, my faith leads to acceptance. Yeah. And then my other, you know, aspect is curiosity. And so I want to discover, I want to find life's treasures. And um, I think the seeking joy every day is probably the one big ad for me yeah. that, yeah. you know, I, with that perspective, I find it every yeah. single day. Yeah. But you have to look yeah. some days really hard. Well, Shelly, I'll say this, and, and this is actually the first time we've gotten to connect in person, uh, but just talking to your team and talking to your people, um, your commitment to uh, honoring your late husband of 34 years, by the way, we, and we didn't talk about how long um, y'all were married, but what you've done to serve his legacy and, and to continue pushing forward in the impact that you're making in other people's lives. And again, just talking to the people um, that, that you get to lead it's so apparent that you are just crushing it at that. So, I mean, yeah. really, thank you for, I mean, really, our country. I mean, the NFL yeah. thanks you, yeah. uh, the, the, the partnership that you have in, in recovery and focused on that. But what you're doing just within the organization is such an example. Yeah. So, we're, I mean, really, just we need more of that in yeah. this country. Well, so, well, thank you for setting the example. Thank you. And it was shortly after, just a couple of months after. Matter of fact, my first outing was the, the Super Bowl and having a press, press conference with Roger oh, to, wow. to yeah. announce the partnership wow. with the NFL. And knowing, you know, knowing what I knew about how sleep helps you recover, yeah. it's like we have to get this yeah. to the players right. because, you know, I mean, the physical and mental um challenge yeah, it, it, yeah. that you guys go through and was such a short period of time to recover yeah. and knowing what a difference the smart bed makes mm -hmm. i mean why why not i mean it right. it takes care of you and yeah. that's why we're the official you know health and sleep and, and wellness partner of the nfl because it, it it's life-changing life well that's that's what's interesting is you obviously you know the benefits of sleep from the recovery and energy standpoint but I, you said something earlier. I, I guess I never thought about it from a grief standpoint as well. It helps you. Yeah. The better sleep you get, the 
better the grieving process is. Absolutely. Wow. I never took one prescription pill. Wow. And, mm. you know, I'm really proud of that. And uh, Ariana Huffington's a friend of mine, and she's like, Shelly, we got to get your story out because so many people turn to, yeah. yes. you know, um, prescriptions yeah. at, at that time. And, you know, it, it, it hey, you've got to, just like adversity, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're torn a- ACL. I mean, you've got to get through it. So all you can do is lean in and, you know, get through it, get to the other side so that you can experience even more. Well, Robert, uh, let's let's start with your journey. Um, You uh, you were at a a different age when you experienced tragedy. So just life perspective was different. Uh, But walk us through, um, you know, your sister and and that story. Yeah, um, my sister was um, 16. Um, just turned 17. Um, I was, you know, uh, two years younger, and really just my my big sister following in her footsteps. Um, she was the first one to play sports, got me in t-ball, uh, and ended up following her to high school. My dad was like, "We don't care about you know big football, you know high school. You gonna go to school with your sister, and uh, be there and support her because of of her journey." She ended up uh, played softball. Um, end up getting a, a pitch to the quad, um, and that was kind of what started our suspicion. The, 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 the bruising and the swelling did not go down, and, um, and that's what got us to the hospital. Ended up finding um, the cancer in her leg, um, ended up having to amputate her leg. Um, at that very young age, my, my object was just family and supporting my sister, um, being there for her um, and her journey, and I just remember... Um, the doctor telling her uh, and our family that, um, you know, she has three months to live um, at that time at, at 14 years old. Um, my sister ended up living three years um, beyond that. Um, and that experience for me uh, to see her battle, her fight, um, going to have real life experiences, going to high school, uh, going to the games, um, just being able to be there and share her story and be there at the same campus uh, was was totally um, impactful to me and my family. Um, but like you said, it affects everyone in your home. Yeah. Um, what my, was that like? I mean, your life now, right? Your yeah. sibling has cancer. That that's not just your parents. I mean, you they're at the hospital with your yeah. sister, or they're working an extra job to be able to make sure that. You know, medical bills are covered. So, what was that like for you? Just your yeah, life. Yeah, Shelly uh, mentioned it. You know, living in the hospital. That was that was our experience yeah. too. When you really think back, and like it was literally school, mm-hmm. practice. Yeah. We're bringing dinner to the hospital, and we're spending our night there. We're bringing clothes um, for whichever parent is staying that night, um, and that's how we're yeah. spending our nights. You know, mm-hmm. we're. A family. This is how we're. This is yeah. this is our. This became our norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just enjoying every moment in the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Games. Mm-hmm. Memories. Um, but uh, all of that is just having to have a, a tight knit group around you. Mm-hmm. Um, we were fortunate to go home and 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 share some experiences at home. Like I said, being able to go to high school. Um, take trips to Disneyland, um, Make-A-Wish Foundation yeah. for her. Um, all those things I feel like was able to just, like I said, it went from three months to three years. She experienced so much. Our family 
was able to find joy in that experience. Um, but the, the mourning and the grieving uh, lasted a lot longer um, than the three-year experience. Um, still dealing with it. Parents, um, father constantly dealt with it. Uh, it's just, it, it impacts your home, impacts your family. You, you still live with it today, still constant memory um, and motivation. Uh, so, how did it motivate you as far as your, your football career, your high school, or going into junior high and into mm -hmm. high school? Yeah, I, I shut down. Uh, actually, I uh, was a freshman in high school, really just getting started. Um, shared experience with my sister. She ended up leaving the second semester mm -hmm. of my freshman year of high school. I was on her hip everywhere she went. She's a junior, and she's like, Robert, go make your own friends. Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just always trying to just be around her. Um, and... Uh, Sorry, I ended up, what was saying? So how did it impact you? Was there motivation oh, beyond that? So yeah, so shutting down. Um, yeah. So when she passed, and like I said, I was in that environment, going into her environment at that high school, I, it was rough to get back to school. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. it, took, it took weeks, and even once I did go back to school, I wanted to be in the back of the classroom, head down, mm -hmm. um, mourning. Right. Um, not wanting to walk in the classroom because all eyes are on you, feeling sorry for you. As mm -hmm. um, soon as you enter a room, all emotions yeah. pour mm -hmm. over you. Um, and then really just after, after months of going through and that, remembering how my sister lived, mm -hmm. um, what she would say to me, uh, her last words to me, and knew that it, would not, it wouldn't be this. It wouldn't be me um, mourning in the classroom, letting my grades slip, not pursuing my dreams. Um, so I ended up flipping that all around and started living with the purpose for her. Uh, always wrote her name on my wrist tape mm -hmm. every game and uh, prayed for her every game. And it's just, um, like I said, living with a purpose. Uh, yeah. They're with you in a different way, still yeah. step for step, stride for stride. Yeah, yeah. I, I've watched your career, and I'm, I'm sorry to jump on this, but I've watched your career since you were at USC. And you've always played with an edge, like a tenacity, almost like you want to fight sometimes, right? <laughs> so. You know, I was wondering, you know, if, if your experiences in life just made you that much tougher earlier on. Yeah, I mean, you see a sibling lose a limb and get around the house. We had stairs, yeah. um, prosthetic leg, moving everywhere, no restrictions. Didn't really care for her handicap sticker, didn't want to use it. We could walk. Yeah. Um, and I remember going to... Uh, to high school with her and I was hearing other classmates say, man, your sister has a, uh, had a broken leg for the longest. Mm. And they never knew, No, like many people didn't know that she actually had her, her leg amputated. But that was just her like not wanting to share that and bring that attention and want to be normal, act strong yeah. and have no sympathy for her. And I think really seeing her move and progress through her whole walking experience, uh, going through Shriners, um, just that whole experience of her being tough, battling, uh, told her three months, three years, told her uh, it's be a hard, hard getting around walking. She doesn't care for her crutches. She's moving mm -hmm. around. Um, like all these things, it's just like all these little problems I have are, are nothing in comparison. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So you always have that perspective. Yeah. You, you know, you, you never lose it. And um, we were talking before this about um, 
something George had shared with me to read, and it was uh, Kubler Ross yeah. wrote a saying that said, "If you really, you know, love, lose, if you lose someone who you love so much, you know, honor them by investing mm. in yeah. living." And it's, you know, when I, you know, read your story, you know, I'm like, that's, we, we share that and, and, you know, we, we honor our loss by, you know, leaning into living and, you know, overcoming and rising above our circumstances. I mean, that's what you did in the back of the classroom. I mean, you eventually, and I did too, I had to go back to work and, you know, and it's like, okay, you know what? I'm like really private, but I'm going to just be. I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm just going to put it out there. Hey, yeah, this is where I'm at. If I feel like crying, I'm going to cry, (laughs) you know, and, and, you know, that, and then you all of a sudden are on a different path. Yeah. I remember uh, walking in from school, seeing my mom in tears and knew she didn't need to say anything, but I knew like she, she received a call. Ended up going upstairs um, to Olivia's room, um, medication flowing through her, not really speaking um, well, but I walk in and she goes, uh, I thought you were going to model. And I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? She's like, you have to be a model. And I'm like, you know, Olivia, like, where are you? And she's like, make sure you model, make sure you, you know, wow. be a model. And that was like her last, our last conversation. And it was hmm. like, those words, you know, they, they really stick with you and they live with you and, um, they, they have meaning. Yeah. And they, they leave you with these gems for, for a reason. Yes. So as you both, and this is for both of you, as you're going through the morning, um, you know, at its, at its most intense form, uh, what was it that, that came alongside you, whether it was community, whether it was faith, like you mentioned, Shelley, whether um, it was a purpose? Uh, what was it that, that helped really pull you back into just that um, – uh, that purpose-driven life that you both live now? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, definitely for me, you know, returning to to Sleep Number, to, to my company, and, um, you know, they were with me on the journey. You know, we, we talked about, you know, the support, and um, gosh, my, my team, they were an incredible family of support to George and I, um, you know, Live, living in the hospital nine months, I mean, I slept on the cot. I mean, I, I ran the company from the hospital room. And um, it's, my team, my team performed at incredible levels. And, you know, coming back, um, we just had a, a deeper, a, a deeper level of um, vulnerability, passion for our improving lives by individualizing sleep experiences. My, my husband, what he wrote in his last directive was, I want to die at home in my own sleep number bed mm. with my wife and my cat. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we made happen. You know, against all odds, we were able to get him out of the hospital and get him home to that sleep number bed. They're, I tell you, these beds are magical. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, it's, it plays such an important role in people's lives. I mean, this smart bed is with you through every stage of life. And so, you know, my dad, um, I was his caregiver as well, and he passed away from cancer. And he's like, Shelly, you have to get the word out. This is the only place where I don't have pain. Mm. And so, you know, I feel, I, you know, with all of that, 
it's like, this is the greatest platform, sleep number, is the greatest platform I possibly have to make the world a kinder place. Because with higher quality sleep, you will be emotionally and mentally and physically prepared to be your best self. And that means you're kinder. And this world needs kindness. And so when I go to the cemetery and I reflect, I reflect on, am I living, you know, the, the life that, you know, represents both George and, and me, um, I think about kindness. And I'm like, yeah, how else can I, you know, influence? We've improved over 14 million lives and we're just getting started. Right, yeah. So, um, and now our new work with American Cancer Society, it's like, this is, you know, this is the extension and the motivation mm-hmm. and, and the passion for purpose. Oh, that's awesome. Love that. Yeah, hearing... Uh... Your, your, your team, 5,000 people, um, for I feel like such a, such a big company as, as a tight-knit group and you really have to have a family. Those, those people really become your support system. They become your yes. extended family. They're not just friends. They're not just coaches. They're not just um, teachers. Um, these people who care about you, um, they, they show up for you. Yep. And... It's, it's, it takes a team, it takes a village. And I think that was it for me. Um, I was able to go to a, a, a small small high school, um, Sarah High School, and really the impact of them, uh, teachers, coaches, bringing me all aboard. Um, they donated, uh, or not donated, they, um, they, they built a tree in, in uh, memory of my sister and uh, next to the grotto on campus. And so, Seeing that as a student and being able to walk past that and knowing that this, I have the school support and to be able to come home and I have my family support, I have my faith to lean on. Um, we're, we're, we're praying at the, at the foot of our beds uh, every, every night. You know, you're, you're, you're next to your bed, you're in your bed. Um, Olivia was in her bed often and, and, and you, want, you want comfort. Um, and Sleep Number provides that and I think having a family in a, in a tight-knit group um, provides that same comfort and it helps you yeah. prevail through this. Yeah. Well then now let's talk about what sleep number, uh, is, is partnering with the American cancer society to, to do even more to not only provide that comfort that you're talking mm-hmm. about and for your father, the same thing. Uh, but talk about that relationship and, and what, what the dreams and aspirations are, uh, for that partnership to do for prevent preventing cancer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, really extending and improving life for those that are battling. Well, I think we, you know, all really join in in the American Cancer Society mission of, you know, um, eliminating cancer from our, our world. And um, it is such an important fight. Uh, and, you know, we're, we just entered and announced a, a multi-year, a six-year part, long-term partnership with American Cancer Society this last week um, to be able to establish, you know, the first ever sleep guidelines for cancer patients and survivorship. Um, You know, American Cancer Society does tremendous research and has published guidelines around things like, you know, diet and exercise and tobacco use. Um, But the, you know, the data hasn't been available to, um, to really understand sleep 
And, you know, it's a known fact that sleep, you know, impacts cancer patients and their survivorship. And, and um, sleep deprivation is, you know, a chronic disease for, you know, for all of society. Um, so really understanding that and, and with our partnership and their cohort, you know, research studies that they do to be able to incorporate our longitudinal data we have 13 billion hours of longitudinal data oh, wow. Wow. that we're going to be able to use with their cohort research studies and be able to, you know, scientifically determine, um, you know, what's appropriate for uh, cancer patients, what's appropriate for survivorship, and then certainly for prevention and the importance of prevention. So we have, you know, ambitious and um, I'm confident we're going to achieve our goals. Uh, and, you know, so is American Cancer Society and, you know, that's part of it. You know, I became the chair for the CEOs Against Cancer for American Cancer mm -hmm. Society in Minnesota. And, um, and, you know, the more we got to know one another, it's like, gosh, you know, we can make a difference. Yeah. Like, we can impact the entire country, not only the country, the world, um, with what we're doing together. And it's, it's really, it's exciting to, you know, think that, you know, we can deliver something so meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this is just about bringing awareness. Yes, right? absolutely. The awareness to, because there's so many people that could catch this early on at times. Yes. And, you know, I went through a situation with my brother who just didn't go to the doctor. Yeah. And if we would have caught yeah. it early enough, you know, yes. things maybe may have been, been different, you know, earlier absolutely. on. But awareness, and I think that's where... And screening. And screening, yes. I mean, right. Exactly. Yes. yes. So that's where the, to, to me, it's where sleep number really lifts us up because now you have so many uh, customers that are already out there. Yes. Who are going to be doing the bidding of understanding, you know, bringing so much more awareness to, to, to cancer as a whole. So I want to go back exactly. to you, Robert, as far as what you're doing now currently. Are you involved with the American Cancer Society? Yes, I am involved with them. Um, really just, uh, like you said, it is research, but of course I, we want to we want to discover it all because cancer hits uh, hits everyone hard. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, it doesn't really come walking in, uh, mm -hmm. come stumping in, storming. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it, it it hits hard, and we need to keep keep discovering um, new ways and technology uh, for making patients' experience um, more comfortable, mm -hmm. um, and and possibly even um, just more longevity yeah. in, in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sleep's interesting because if you don't have a sleep number bed, you just I sleep eight hours and, and yeah. however no, I feel, we'll just yeah. go with yeah. it, right? You don't understand the yeah. quality. Right, you don't understand how what yes. you're missing out on, the value right. of the, the metrics. So mm -hmm. what sort of metrics are you looking for? How are you using that data specifically mm -hmm. for cancer patients? What are we, how are you using that data for those well, incorporating the 13 billion hours of longitudinal data with the cohort studies that the American Cancer Society is doing, being able to, you know, actually be actually track and monitor, mm -hmm. um, then it becomes scientific and you can prove out, you know, what's necessary and the kind of impact that quality sleep can make. You know, our, um, our smart beds today will provide you your average heart rate and breathing, um, your sleep IQ score, give your circadian rhythm, you know, all kinds of different 
uh, your overall sleep wellness and all the factors. Um, and you, you know, you know, if you get sick, if you get the, even the flu, you'll see it in yes. your stats yes. before you even mm -hmm. feel it. Yeah. And so this, you know, early prevention, seeing that something's outside of my norm, mm -hmm. um, you need, we all need to have that yeah. level of, you know, knowledge about ourselves. So, you know, we're all about making it effortless, removing the, the barriers. And one of the great things about our smart beds, and we're, we're also providing the Hope Lodges across the country with, you know, with, you know, um, pillows and, and comforters and our smart beds. And, and that will also help, you know, the caregivers as well as those who are in the process of fighting cancer um, have higher quality sleep. But the bed's effortless, so it will make the adjustments yeah. for you so yes. you get the quality sleep. Yeah. Right. And we each need different individual levels of comfort and support, and especially when you're going through battling cancer. I mean, if we can help people achieve that higher quality sleep and yeah. we, you know, will yeah. and do, that's, you know, huge. Yeah. yeah. And what I love, the metric I love the most is the heart rate variability. Yeah. Um, oh, the heart rate variability is I'm, really helpful. I'm a fitness junkie. I love fitness. I yes. love moving my body. And I really, it's great to see that number every morning to it know is. how hard should I push myself today. Don't have mm -hmm. a great score. So maybe I go a little bit lighter today or have a great yeah. recovery score today. And so it really is that feedback for anybody yep. that this is how I can now go about throughout my day based on my school. Yeah, and I, you know, this could go to a whole nother conversation, but one thing that I love um, that Sleep Number is doing, you know, in, in our country and most of the world, really, we're, we're, our healthcare system is sick care, right? It's, yes. it's we, take, we take you in after exactly. you're sick and, give you and then pill. we yeah. medicate or we yes. patch it up. Yeah. As opposed to, all right, let's let's really do healthcare. Let's 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 focus yep. on health, early screening from a very young age. Mm -hmm. I mean, your sister's 14 years old, yeah. and you know it was a bruise from a softball right. that that brought attention to okay, hey, this this disease that's been attacking her, and, and she didn't know because she obviously was super strong, stronger than you probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean it. That's what I love is, is mm -hmm. look, yes, we are, we are working with patients that are currently in the battle. Mm -hmm. But this is about eradicating this by living healthy lifestyles, focusing on recovery yeah. and attacking it before it ever becomes a real issue. So it doesn't gain the power, yeah. you, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and we, you know, we all have that, that power to, you know, to make sure that we're doing everything we can to be well yes. and healthy. Yeah. And yeah, I always say, you know, cancer doesn't define us. How we respond to it no. does. Yes. yes. And that's the opportunity in front of us. Yes. And that's yeah. everything, how you respond. And yeah. you both said it. it. It gave, unfortunately, you had to go through it, but it gave you a new perspective mm -hmm. and an appreciation. Yes. And so the way to take advantage of that is by, by monitoring these things, mm -hmm. monitoring your health, being proactive. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like just a... Uh, when you sleep, you know, it's a, it's a full-on reset. Um, it is. You're, it's your, you're charging up your battery. If you're not fulfilling your, your, your energy bar, um, it's going to show. It's going to be deficiencies in your, mm -hmm. um, your wellness, uh, yep. your attitude. Yep. Um, like you said, we need, we need kind people. Mm -hmm. um, and when you go out in the world, you want to be able to be your best. And I think tracking your sleep, knowing what, what your number is, being able to fully recover, and uh, 
fully reset when you go back into the world is, is the best thing. Yeah, yeah talk about you're going through a knee injury, a major knee injury yes. right now. So talk to us about how important sleep's been in your recovery process. Yeah, very big. I, uh, it's, it's not the only, the rehab that I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm definitely out doing my lunges, uh, doing some, some band work and activity. Uh, started jogging um, today. But uh, when, I'm, when I'm sleeping, I'm also rejuvenating my body. My, my, my blood cells are, are, are healing, um, um, healing my knee. Mm -hmm. um, all these things is, is, is constant. You need to know if you're fully recovered so you can attack rehab the absolutely. next day. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Be full strength. And um, you don't want any weaknesses. Yeah. So when did you figure this out? When did this come to you as far as sleep number, maybe the relationship, or just recovery as a whole? Has this been something, uh, I mean, was this in high school? No, was this in college? When no, did this I would, come up? I would say growing, it, it, it grew on me as I, as I grew as a, as a professional and kind of knowing what's important. Mm -hmm. I think you go through the high school invincible uh, yeah. stages yeah. And, and college. Yeah. Invincible, yep. invincible. Yep. Um, and then you get to become a pro uh, and you learn what it's like to, uh, to be a pro and really take care of uh, your body um, and and not just a pro football player, mm -hmm. just in life. You want life, to be able yeah. to be, live well. You want to be able to live long. You want to be able to be active. Uh, you want to be, be kind and be well-mannered in the world. And I think all these things um, come from just, just experience, but really just uh, going through it and learning that how, how sleep is, is very important to being a, a, a football player, recovering, mm -hmm. uh, eating well. Um, but really just resetting all yeah. over again. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And here's and here's one thing, too, for those of you that uh, are listening to our show for the first time, because we've we've got two rock stars on, so thank you yeah. for that. But if you're just listening for the first time, one of the things that you'll know about Sleep Number is that they are committed to overall wellness. I mean, you go to their, you go to their website, and the resources that you provide, the articles that you provide, the blogs, I mean, yes. everything is committed. Amazing. It's not just, hey, we're, no offense, we're not just slinging beds. Right. Like it is yeah. all, it is all about yeah. wellness. Mm -hmm. And whether you own a bed or not, you have access yes. to those resources. That's right. And because you really truly are, are uh, your mission is to make a healthier country. And yeah. I mean, recovery and health, I mean, it starts with sleep. Yeah. I mean, we spend yeah. over a third of our, our, hopefully, a third of your life recovering so thank you though I, I just want to say thank you because we use that all the time uh we use your website and it's and it's incredible and, and what you guys are doing we tell people all the time the only problem with sleep number is that when you're away from your bed i know it's spoiled <laughs> yeah, it's I know. fortunately yeah, it doesn't fit in the overhead yeah, compartment yeah. <laughs> how, how much your bed yeah. your yeah. smart bed is all right. contributing yeah. to your life <laughs> new new uh new business division is uh portable sleep yes. yeah. <laughs> pocket size that we can unfold <laughs> but robert shelley thank you so much i know the the early Our part pleasure. of this episode was um was tough to share but we thank you for mm -hmm. your your vulnerability and transparency um because someone out there listening may be going through that same thing mm -hmm. yeah. and and i and i know that they'll be encouraged from your story um and and the resources now that that you both are providing you know working with the american cancer society and um, and then what the sleep members doing. So thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Changing lives. Yeah. We're changing lives. We're, changing lives. we're all, all right. All right. Hey, we're next year, Robert, next year, choosing living. you're not going to be able to come on yeah. the show yeah. because you're going to be getting ready we're to go. Be, so playing it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Hey, and Sleeping by the way, the Rams have the advantage this week because home field. Okay. Right. Yeah. But they're also in their 
sleep number beds longer than oh, the traveling no. data, sheets. Data is data. <laughs> data is data. They get an extra night in their own in their own smart beds. We were just talking about that. The difference it makes. So always that little competitive edge. That's right. That's right. Well, we love it, and yeah, best best of luck to you and the team. On Sunday, uh, and absolutely, you got a couple of Robert Woods fans now. Yeah, oh, appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, guys. Sure. Thank yeah. you, Sally. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you Such for a, I, the minute I met him. I said, "Wow, you're a kind oh, soul." I just, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I just absolutely. feel it's it. It's so crazy. Yeah. Is listening to how kind of soul he is. Turn the game on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn the game on. I'm like, who's this dude? He's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> just like you're, you he wants to fight. the hardest yeah. hitting. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. and you guys are really nice. I sleep in my sleep number and then go to the hotel. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, anger. I love that. Play anger. No that's good. That's awesome. Well, right. sleep well, dream big, everyone. Yeah, thank you all so much. Thank yeah, you. thank you.